Hello and welcome to the Speaking Out podcast from the New Mexico Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Our goal is to highlight our programs and the amazing work that they're doing around the state, provide discussion around the topics of domestic violence, and create an environment of education and empowerment for anyone that may be experiencing domestic violence. This week, we spotlight one of our September Advocates of the Month, Edonelli Aguilar of Enlace Comunitario. But first, I have on Ana Lopez to talk about why she nominated Edonelli. Well, Enlace Comunitario is helping Latino immigrant families and anyone who wants to get the services in the Latino community. And part of our intention is transform the lives of survivors of domestic violence. And just that transformation is, is a simple word, but behind that word, there is a lot of work to do. And in that, I want to recognize Adanelli Aguilar, who won the award for the Advocate of the Month, because it's the advocates who are doing a lot of work, the hard work, navigating the system with the victims. And, and that speaks a lot. So I'm pretty sure that a lot of advocates understand this part, just being with the survivors, helping them, guiding them. And I know that empowerment, it is important. They, they are already empowerment, but having a person next to you guiding and helping and listening and not judging, it's, it's essential. So if you are an advocate, around the nation, just congratulations, because every time that somebody wins an award in this matter, it's for everyone to get motivated, right, about the job that we are doing, because we are not alone. So keep going and just do do what your passion is, is the best for you and for your community. Thank you, Anna. And now for our conversation with Adonelli. Well, thank you so much, Edanelli, for joining us today. I'm so excited to meet you and congratulations on being one of our Advocates of the Month for September. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role with Enlace? Sure. So my name is Edanelli. I've been with Enlace for five years. I actually started as a volunteer and then I actually did my internship um, with Enlace as well. And then I became the case manager. Uh, right now, I'm the case manager supervisor. I've been in this position since, I believe, October of last year, um, so almost a year. What made you decide to become an advocate? So I decided to become an advocate because I really have a passion to help others. And in Lase, having the mission to help the Hispanic community really is something that made me feel very comfortable and something that really spoke to me. As a child from immigrant parents, my parents migrated from Mexico. I know firsthand the struggles that individuals can have in this community, the barriers that we can have, but also the achievements that one can have in this country. So, you know, being part of the Enlace community or being an advocate, I'm able to provide support to families, but also share knowledge that sometimes we don't know Um or our rights in this country, because we sometimes feel that we don't have those rights because we're not from here. So being able to be part of a community that provides that support 
is something that makes me continue wanting to be an advocate. So had you ever worked as an advocate prior to this job or was this your first role in advocacy? This is my first job as an advocate. And being in this position, really, I know this is something that I I would like to continue doing because it's something that is just very rewarding. It's a very rewarding job. And I think that's what keeps me in this um, field. Where do you see yourself? What are your aspirations for your future? Do you see yourself continuing in advocacy or do you feel like you want to grow into something different, a different role? I think as an advocate, it would be nice. I do have the interest in the legal part. Um, a few years ago, I did my paralegal certificate, and I really like being able to be part of that process with clients because, again, you know, sometimes we don't know what our rights are or what options we have. So, you know, I have that interest in the legal part. I think something along those lines would be something I would like to do or just continue growing. But for sure, I want to continue working with the Hispanic community. It's just my passion, you know, just the culture that we have, the values and things like that. So for sure, it's something that I want to continue and we'll just see where where life takes me. So what do you think is the most important aspect of your job as an advocate? I think the most important thing is to just be there for your client or patient, however individuals call them. Uh, We call them clients. But I think the most important thing is to be there for your client, um, regardless of what their decision is, regardless of what their goals are, it's just being there. A lot of it is listening to them. You know, for the most part, we are the first individuals that they're telling their story to. So being there for them and acknowledging their feelings and, you know, just, just being there is really important, you know, so they can feel comfortable to continue reaching out for the services. Like I said, sometimes we're the first people that they talk about what they're going through. So just being there and supporting them regardless of their decision. We are not here to separate families or to encourage them to leave the situation. We're here to provide them whatever tools they need in order to empower themselves. If that means leaving the relationship or that means staying in the relationship, We're going to be there for them at their own pace because every situation is different and everybody works towards their goals at their own pace. So what do you think is one of your biggest successes as an advocate? I think just seeing how clients empower themselves throughout this journey of us supporting them through their goals, you know, seeing them standing up for themselves or seeing them putting their limits with their partner or finalizing a divorce, you know, just any milestone that they have for me is success. You know, I I remember this individual once who was an older lady and she was, you know, going through domestic violence and She was here seeking counseling services, and I would check up on her once in a while just to make sure, you know, if she needed any other resources. And I called her just, you know, to see if she needed any other services or if we could close her case. And she's like, no, I think I'm good. I feel like I've been learning a lot of tools. The other day, my husband had asked for the control, and I told him no, even though it was right next to me, but I told him no. And I thought it was the most amazing thing to hear because. For her, that was her success, right? To be able to say no to her husband when she could never say no to him. 
So for me, that success is when we work as as an agency to empower our clients in whatever situation they're in, that's, that's success. What do you think that your community specifically struggles with the most? I think that we still have a lot to go in regards to gender equality. I feel that if we can, you know, just decrease that inequality and get rid of the double standards, I think our community could probably work together better and perhaps even decrease the domestic violence. I feel like that's something that we need to work on, you know, together is also eliminating those stereotypes that we have of what a woman is or what a male is or what a relationship is. Especially in the Hispanic community, we still have a lot of the machismo. So, you know, that's something that we need to work on so we can decrease domestic violence and break that cycle in our families. And I think overall, we are just lacking a lot of resources especially now during pandemic, it has been difficult to provide the support that clients are needing in regards to housing, food, legal support. So if we can increase the number of agencies that are out there to help, it would be such a great difference for our community. I think we just need to advocate for funding. We need to advocate for changes in laws um, or policies. I know Enlace is a great resource, but we are limited on how much we can help. So it would be great to have more agencies that do work like us to continue empowering individuals and families. Well, speaking of that, if anyone was listening to this and wondering how they could make a difference in their community, what would you suggest for them to do? I would say it it always starts within our own family. You know, speaking up, if you feel like there's something that is not right in the way we're raising our children or we're treating each other within our family, speaking up and, you know, creating those changes within our family in order for us to teach the future generations that domestic violence isn't okay, that gender inequality isn't okay, and things like that. I feel that if we can start within our own home, we can transmit those values to to others and it's just going to be a a continuation of of breaking those stigmas and breaking those stereotypes so that is what i think is a big help is just starting with our own our own family or our own community and hopefully it just keeps expanding and expanding and it creates a safer community for all of us so my last question is meant to be kind of like a fun one As an advocate, it's a very taxing job, and it's really important that we take care of ourselves so that we can take care of others. What do you do to take care of yourself? I do a little bit of everything. I go to counseling for sure. I'm a person who advocates for, you know, like just mental health awareness. Counseling helps me a lot to, you know, just work through my emotions and work through you know, just everything that we go through, because it is a very hard job emotionally. So it is important for us to take that space to talk about how we're feeling and just being mindful of our thoughts and feelings. I recently also started going to yoga, which is really nice to just have that time to, again, just being present in the moment and being aware of our feelings and just continue to practice that throughout the day. 
But I feel too that it's a lot of just support within your workspace. I have a lot of communication with my supervisor and my coworkers about how I'm feeling, where I need support, because this isn't a job that we just do on our own. We, we really need the support from our whole agency to make sure that we're putting the best work that we can to be able to help others. But other than that, I think I also, I just love watching TV. It's my time to just kind of just forget about, you know, our day at work and like to watch movies, comedy shows, anything. That just kind of takes my mind out of out of work, but it's just a little bit of a little bit of everything, you know, kind of just seeing what your body and your mind needs that day. Well, that's fantastic. What's the best thing that you've watched recently? Well, I've been binge watching. I don't know if I can say this, but Shit's Creek. <laughs> but I love that show. Um, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. I think I'm on the fourth time watching this show because it's on Netflix. I'm just watching it <laughs> and on repeat. I don't know. I just really like that show. So if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Well, is there anything else you can think of that you would like to say while you have a platform to say it? Yeah. Something that I would like to say is it's okay to speak up for help if you need help. Regardless of what situation you are in, domestic violence or not domestic violence, you know, seek for help. Everybody, you know, who needs help, there's some help out there. It's just finding it. And, you know, it, it's okay to seek for counseling, too. I know that's something that is still kind of like, ooh, counseling, you know, that's not for me. But, you know, counseling is a great tool. It's something that we can take advantage of or learn from to be better with ourselves in order to be there for others. So I think that's something that I really advocate for is just taking care of ourselves and, you know, speaking up for yourself whenever you need some kind of support. Anything else you can think of that you'd like to say before we get going? Um, no, thank you so much for this opportunity. Of course. Well, thank you so much for all of your hard work and for being one of our advocates of the month. Thank you. We want to thank our programs that work tirelessly across the state to support those affected by domestic violence. Each and every staff member, advocate, therapist, and supporter is important. We appreciate you. If you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence, there is help available. Please call the hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 or visit their website on a safe device at www.thehotline.org. Love our conversations? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. You can submit questions and feedback to rochelle at nmcadv.org. Thanks for listening in.